This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. It is an important part of life that we all have to deal with one way or another. And the better you deal with it, the better your future is going to be, which is why it's so important when you have a question about money to call Talking Real Money, this show, and the two of us who've been doing this for a combined like, oh, I'm not even going to tell you how many years. Makes us sound old. Please don't. Uh, more than 10 years. More than 20. Eight five five nine more than thirty more eight five I can't I'm, I'm just too honest eight five five nine three five talk is our number eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five the call's free I'm Don that's Tom and Carl we're just gonna get started with a call Carl welcome to the show hey Carl thanks for hanging on thank you thank you very much um, I'm gonna give you the Reader's Digest version of my situation in eighty nine I fell off a radio tower a government radio tower here in Washington. Anyways, uh, let's put it this way. I have a retired uh, or a pension that comes for the rest of my life. I'm 65 years old. I lost everything in between one and now. And uh, basically, I've been able to put away $10,000, and I don't have anything. I don't know what to do as far as how to go about investing. I don't trust anybody because, you know, it's taken eons to get everything, but I'm safe as far as and I have a place to stay for the rest of my life, basically. I don't have to worry about that because it's going to be covered because it's a pension for life. What do I do with, let's say, $5,000 that I want to put in there to where I can give it to my grandkids or whatever when I expire? I'm 65 years old. All right, I just want to go back. I know I screwed up. No. Well, I don't know about no, that. No, you didn't screw up. Sound like it. Uh, you sound like a pretty normal person who yeah. had some bad luck and... So I just want to make sure I'm understanding, you know, stepping back the 30,000 foot view, um, you're 65 and you have the income you're going to need for the rest of your life. Is that correct through pension? And are you, were you taking social security disability? Is that what, what you were saying? I don't, I don't think that. It's an L&I disability okay. pension. Okay. So, and, you know, that's where that's at. All right. So the 10,000 or five, whatever the amount of money you have is money you are, you are not going to need. Is that what I'm hearing correctly? Correct. Okay. And you want to do something for the next generation or, or beyond. Correct. All right. Now we've settled that. So we have, we've settled that. And how old is the person or persons you want to help? They're 33. Okay. So these are grandchildren who are 33 or mm -hmm. children? No, he's two children. My, right? I'm, let, let, my daughter. Your yeah. daughter, 33. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That Now we've kind of resolved that. That's good. So your daughter in her 30s, does she have earned income? No. She does not. That's, yeah. It's 
Hopefully okay. something that, you know, it's not there. <laughs> okay. Cause that makes, that adds a level of complexity because I would just be saying, get her a Roth IRA, but you have to have earned mm -hmm. income for a Roth IRA. Um, right. which, so that makes it tougher, but all that said, I, and this, cause it gets, you said, I don't trust anybody, which I think is fair because in this business, a healthy it's case hard. of distrust is a good idea. Um, I would, so again, if it was my money for my daughter, um, I would figure out a way to set some of that aside and just use, and we've recommended this on the show before, one mutual fund, VTWAX. Don shaking his head no. Yeah, but no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cause the 10,000, you want to leave it for her later, but... What if I mean are you there could be an emergency where you're gonna need some money? Right? Right. That's when I said five thousand of that ten thousand. I'm gonna, I'm but, gonna, but even I the other five though, I don't know that I what I would be the and we're gonna maybe we'll disagree a little bit. I would be much more tempted for to to suggest you do something a little less aggressive because this may be emergency money, and then make her the beneficiary of the accounts so that so that you're not giving some, her the money but you're in the future right. if you did not use it you would leave right. it to her so that you have sense. it for you for your needs and um and i pr i probably wouldn't be any more aggressive than oh gosh no, I, you I, could really go, I mean if you're gonna if you're going to go that route you could simply go to bankrate.com find the best savings account put it in a savings or, account or or a couple of laddered cds or something you know Very six months in a one year yeah, you're six gonna make in one year with the cds make, a, make a one point. percent yeah something mm -hmm. but i think it's important though given your situation that you keep that money available in case something that you can't even imagine occurs where you need more than a couple of thousand or even five thousand dollars and then make her the immediate beneficiary make it uh you know uh, 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 you can name her right on the account but i think that's better i really do thanks for the call tom and don are talking real money hi don here technology has allowed me to work remotely for the past decade heck i even do this show from florida so investory we recognize the power of technology to provide information and guidance when you need it from anywhere even from our advisors homes to yours when the markets seem to be rising actually have risen investing feels easy it's times like these that separate the real investor from the players and most advisors, well, they're players. At Vestry, we build portfolios for markets just like these and provide the ongoing counseling needed to remain disciplined through worrying times based on decades of scientific research, not seat-of-the-pants hunches or guesses. So if you're worried about your portfolio's future, you need a 100% fiduciary advisor like us to guide you through the troubled markets based on your needs, situation, and personality. Go ahead and set up your appointment with a Vestry advisor right now. Call 800-386-3004 or visit Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Give us a call. Our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We're generally very easy to talk to because we've been talk show hosts since the beginning of the universe uh so give us a call 855-935-8255 okay after it cooled 
Um, but it seems like a lot of the questions we get, and you could see that today. You could hear that today. It's radio. You could hear it. These these sudden influxes of of a little money, either a little money or a lot of money, you know, $10,000, a million dollars, you suddenly come into some money through an inheritance or a bonus or a government check or selling a house or whatever it might be. And what do you do with it? What's the what what are the steps, the process for getting that where it needs to be? Yeah. And Sandy asked, you know, I just came into this million. I sold a house. Uh, she later shared with us that she has another two and a half million. That would have been nice to know ahead of time. But um, well, she and, said that. And, and by the way, if you came into a million and you're going to buy, you know, uh, build a house as she talked about, then you wouldn't want to yeah. put that money in stocks because you're going to need it in the shorter time. Right. You wouldn't want it. So but let's just go back to this whole. In, you just came into money. Whatever way. You just mentioned all the ways, Don. I think the top one would be with any money you came into is do you have an emergency fund? Do you have some cash somewhere for whatever emergency comes up? I think we've all come to realize here this last month that uh, you could be surprised by being laid off. You could be surprised by getting fewer hours at work, whatever. I mean, this has been a, I mean, again, hopefully when we look back at this, huge disruption of the economy, huge disruption of your job, your income, all that's massive, right? That's, so I would want to have that. Okay. Then yeah. if you have money you owe to others, credit cards, you would want to do that before you took the money out and invested it in stocks generally because of interest you're paying on those credit cards. Generally, yeah. I would say almost 100% yeah, of the time, I, you're not likely to make more than uh, even the cheapest cards are 8 or 9 yeah, or 10%. I know. I know. Uh, but, but my point was if you had the million, maybe the next thing you pay off the cards, then you work your way off down to retirement savings, after retirement savings, things like that, right? Because this is a part where people get confused. If the interest rate for me, I think you just said even at the low end, eight or nine, if the interest rate for me is over five, you're going to want to pay those things off first mm -hmm. because chances are, you know, even though we could show you a globally diversified 60% stocks, 40% bond portfolios made pretty high single digit numbers for a long period of time. It doesn't make it every year. Very few people make that because they move the money around and it's better to pay off those debts for clean that part of your portfolio up. We know that's another thing that I think coming out of all this, the people that did not have big debts, they're going to end up doing a whole lot better in a time yeah. period. Yeah, where yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have the income. I mean, even landlords and that, they're not going to get their rent checks and they owe a lot of money to, to for mortgages, et cetera. They're going to be hurting. So this is where Dave Ramsey does get it right. In this kind of a, a situation, boy, the debt is your enemy. Yep. And even if for the, even for those people who are going to be, and I guess there are going to be a lot of them, allowed to negotiate their debt with cardholder, with card companies or landlords or mortgages, those are debt. I mean, eventually you're going to have to pay that and you're probably going to have to add interest to it. I know there's some moves afoot to tell people, well, we're going to try to make it so you don't owe that money to your mortgage company for the next couple of months. Still, owing others and especially high interest rate, credit card, personal loans, those are things to get rid of. 
So if you came into the money, I would look at that. I would have the emergency fund and paying off all that stuff first before I even started thinking about investing. And then even and, on the investing side, and, you should still have a plan for that instead of, well, I feel the market's going to do blank for the next year. We don't. I know. was just going to say, but when it comes time to do that investing, you better understand what investing really is because far too few of us really understand investing. We confuse investing all the time with gambling. It is not. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal today about how you can play. The word was play. Yeah. A bear market. How to play. And okay, so you may as well now you got my you got my appetite going here. What is okay, how am I playing this? Oh, how you play a bear market yeah. is you you get into the inverse funds, you get into the ah, bear funds, okay. you short stocks, you you know it's, this is the, none of those things, none of those things. I don't care what those idiots in New York or Chicago or, or London or wherever say. None of those things are investing. They are not investing. All they're doing is gambling at a multi-million dollar or billion dollar scale. Pure speculation. And it's, infuri it's infuriating when they talk about that. I, you know, it, 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 I hate that the Wall Street Journal even runs articles like that. Because it is so dangerous. It is so bad for their readers. The implication is, I am the Wall Street Journal. I am the expert on investing. But I am teaching you how to gamble on the market. Well, how are some of those long, short funds doing through all this, I wonder? Well, they're up. Yeah. The long funds, long short funds, long short, long short is this pipe dream. Yeah, well, long, long short, short is long short. short and, and for those of you who don't, this is this is a system. This is a person. This is something that tells you when to be long, when to be invested, and when to be short. Now, if they were really good, they would have gotten out of the market. You know, sometime in late February, they would have been you know in as shorts for a long period of time, and then they would have moved back into stocks. Recently, these last two weeks have been so good for stocks and you've been made money when the market's gone up and made money when the market's gone down. That's the pretty neat trick that uh, we haven't found anybody. By the way, well, even the great I, ones, I, Warren Buffett, I, he hadn't made money this time. I pulled up a random long short fund. I just literally random. I, I picked it out randomly. The Newberger Berman long short A shares. You with a, a nice five and three commission. quarter percent, yeah. five and three quarter yeah. percent commission and an expense ratio of how much? Two point one four percent per year. So you're giving them ready a lot the, of money for the pleasure of ready being for really the smart. ready for the five year average annual return oh, for I'll the long it. short. Oh. Now they're supposed to be good in both markets, right? Five years, long five and years. Let short. me guess. Let me guess. Five years through when? 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 When is the close? Through April seventeenth. Oh, really? Okay. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. Five year. I will say that <laughs> yes. is so hard. I will say. Uh -huh. Remember last year we had a huge up year. Twenty eighteen was right. down. Right. I'll say like four and a half percent a year. Three and a quarter. Okay, so I wasn't far off. But 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 let's just do this. Ready? I I want to pull up the exact same number 
for the Vanguard Total World Stock Index. That's the VT Wax that we oftentimes tell you just put your money in that, leave it there. Oh, wait. Uh, no, I need the old one. Darn it. Okay. I'm just going to use the, uh, the S&P 500. Yeah, then that's five hundred. The Vanguard, best what they did, Vanguard got oh, rid of. Yeah, because they changed the, the the total. Oh wait, I could just use VT. Oh, good. I'm going to use VT. This is the, the Vanguard uh, Total World Exchange uh, Traded ETF. Fund version. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to work. Average annual return for the past five years: four percent, just owning the stock market with an expense ratio of a tiny fraction no, of a percent and, and no, no load. Yeah. They don't. They can't do the what they claim to be able to do. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, talkingrealmoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255. We've got lines open. We've got time to talk with you. We don't really limit our subjects to anything in particular. As you can tell, when we just talk, we just talk because that's what we do. How we fast, talk, how fast does money. that submarine uh, move underwater when it's on its electric motor? That's the question I want answered. You know, it was an Small. old. I mean, it's, it goes things crawl. It along. was an old rickety submarine. I know. I, I want don't a think nice. I, even want to go on I want a. I want a nice new. Do you want the one with the missiles on it, I, or you want the? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the thing. The Russians ask if we wanted to buy a nuke. I'm going. No, we don't the want Russians the Russians. They were selling nuclear weapons yeah, to the cartel. Kind of scary. Oh my gosh. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. There is such an important lesson that we keep trying to convey to you. It is the lesson. And that is products like long short funds, alternative investments, uh, inverse products. As a matter of fact, you know, there's some people, and we've said this before, and it's just, some people we respect keep trying to to find new tricks, and there aren't any new tricks to investing. You know, there isn't some magic alternative fund that is going to make you more money with less risk. They just, it can't happen. It's a lot like the the coronavirus curve. Wow. Well, no, I'm not you, even sure how you got. I'll, I'll, to find I'll, out I'll how you. you got there. Well, this is pretty easy because we're trying to flatten the curve, right? Yes. Yeah. Flatten and the curve I, for I, coronavirus. I get correct. that. Yeah. Yes. But every time people come up with some new thing, some new part of the market that you forgot about or you could add to your portfolio, what they're really trying to do is make more money without taking more risk, right? So when you look at it on the curve, the problem is every time they add something, they're not. It's not doing that. They think it's doing that, but it's not. The curve isn't isn't going. You're not adding return without adding risk. That's the point I'm trying to get to. And the thing that a very smart Nobel Prize winning scientist tried to teach us, a guy by the name of William Sharp, is the arithmetic of investing, and that is. Fees are going to even if you come up with a way to make a little more money, the fees you, those extra fees you charge suck it all away. Eight five five nine three five talks our phone number. Mike, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello there. Hey, Mike. Hi. Hey, 
question for you guys. I think I know the answer, but uh, my son is a senior this year, so he's missing out on all the big activities. Mm-hmm. But we're fortunate. We've got uh, um, his college basically paid for in terms of uh, uh, for the next four years. And some of his friends, uh, families are putting some of their college money in the stock market in hopes that it's going to be going up fairly shortly to help pay for, you know, years three and four. What would you recommend <laughs> for our no? Uh, no. How, t- how, t- how typical of young people to gamble on the stock market well, no, I like think that? These are family friend. I think you said family oh, members I thought and friends. It was- you yeah, know what? I mean, if kids. the money's going to get spent in the next three or four years, no way. I wouldn't be making bets on the market. No. Of course. That's what I told them. I said, uh, yeah, but you're basically gambling. Uh, go well, go look. I mean, you could go look at, go look. I think you could probably look at, I mean, because I still like the, and I, Don does too, the age-based uh, program that, through Utah, the Utah 529 plan. And I'll bet you if the if if it's somebody who's starting college next year, it's probably twenty percent of the money's in stocks or it's in bonds. So you're getting some a little bit of exposure to stock markets, but not not a lot because you could go into a four year period of time where markets go down, and then you need that money. And by the way, if I, my heart goes out to your son because I think this is really hard on young people, especially people that were looking forward to their senior. I mean, the sports and the proms and the graduation. So my heart really does go out to them. This is going to be a tough time. I would not be rushing money into stocks if I needed to use it in the next few years. No way. I wouldn't even be putting money into stocks. I would not be in the stock market to any decent degree with the money needed that soon. It's just too dangerous. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Let's call. Let's talk about your life. Or let's you call. Let's talk about your life. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. We're talking real money. The number 855-935-8255. 855-935-TALK. That's good during the show on Saturdays from 3 to 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific. It's also good 24 hours a day. You can call the the podcast, as it were. Leave your question and uh, I'll try to answer it on the podcast. You'll respond from deep in your bunker somewhere outside of Orlando. I'm in my apocalyptic bunker. You're safe for the moment. Yeah, safe enough. You know, that that last call, again, here we go. What's disturbing you about that? Investing and gambling. The fact that it is such such a difficult delineation to make when... To me, it is just so absolutely simple. Speculating is the is betting on a future. It's betting that X will happen in X amount of time. Yeah, you had Invest- the time element there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's both. I mean, let's say you said, okay, I, I, I want to bet on stocks because I think they'll be higher in five years. It's still betting. So where do you draw the line in terms of time then? I don't. I, I don't. I think that, that the line is there is no line in terms of time. There is a line in terms of intent. How do you determine asset allocation then? Stock to bond ratio. Risk. 
risk profile. Totally 100% risk profile. It's all it needs. Here's I guess what I'm saying is everything needs to be disciplined. Everything needs to have a set of rules. I like that. You need that. to have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, your investments should be based on absolute rules. Take feelings. Take emotion. Totally squeeze them out of the equation. They There is no way you can quantify feelings. That, By the way, that would have done you well in two ways recently. Number one, you would not have been selling out of stocks when they went down, right? Because right. that's what Correct. You're, you're feeling. Well, I got to get out of this. It's coming to an end. Number two, mm -hmm. and we hate to brag, but we'll do it anyway. You would have been selling bond mutual funds and buying stock mutual funds when stocks did crater a few weeks ago. And you'd look like a genius. The end of March. Yeah, you'd look like a big time genius. Like, I, again, I hate to break my arm, pat myself on the back, but that's what we did. But we didn't do it because we woke up with some feeling about what was going to happen the next few weeks. We did it because exactly. that's what the discipline we did, is. We didn't say, oh, I think this is the bottom. Yep. Let's buy in. No, it's discipline. There need to be rules, investing rules. Maybe that's the next book. No, you, we're, the, I'm already writing the next book. So the next book's yeah, already yeah. set. I'm no. not 100% on it. I'm just <laughs> not. You are, you're a hard sell, though. I am a hard sell. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, because it has to be disciplined. If you, if you do anything else, you are... You're going to be like all of those people who said, I knew Enron was going to go up and then it didn't. You know, the people who call and say, I'm going to buy Boeing, but what if it goes down? We even talked the other day, Tom and I were talking the other day about the possibility that one of the most diverse entertainment firms ever in the universe could go bankrupt. And well, that's the it, Walt Disney Company. Yeah, I mean, a, a company, frankly, that I hadn't realized until I just finished Bob. Iger's book, which I highly recommend, how much that he had changed that company in the last 15 years, the purchases they have made with Pixar. And they were and brilliant. They, yeah. they were brilliant, yep. absent a coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, you're really looking at a firm that went from all this revenue from cruises and people coming to their parks and people watching their movies. Now, they do have the one thing, the Disney Plus deal, but that wasn't expected to be profitable for some time down the road. And well, the rumor and, and is they're ESPN, losing. Yeah, ESPN. Oh, the sports. The rumor is they're losing somewhere 30 to $40 million a day. A lot of money. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of money. So, As a matter of fact, uh, Bob Iger came out of semi-retirement. He's going to have to add another chapter to his book is what I said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can always do that these days because publishing is easy. I know. But I, I just... That was Don't that's understand. a company that you would have said, I mean, a year ago, there's no way they could stumble. There's no right. way. Right. Oh, thank you for yeah. making my point. Yeah, that you gotta know that's good. That Disney, give me a break. That's a I hear people winner. say that all the time when times are good. You hear it all the time. Well, I'm buying Boeing because Boeing can never go broke. I'm buying Disney because Disney can never grow go broke. I'm buying General Motors, because, oops, oh, wait, they went broke. Oh, sorry, I forgot all yeah, about and that. The point is any individual company is risky because it could go. And the longer you hold it, the riskier it is because the longer something's around, the more likely something will happen, bad will happen to them. Right, like the economy of the planet right now. But the good news about the economy of the planet is that unlike an individual stock, it will recover.
855-935-TALK. We've only got about 15 minutes left, so give us a call. 855-935-8255. Hi, this is Don. Please listen carefully and respond honestly. Do you have an investment portfolio designed to weather market declines based on your personal volatility comfort zone? Odds are that you don't because that's not how most financial advisors work. They make money by playing to your emotions. Sell that. Buy this. At Vestry, our job is to know you, your needs, goals, and fears, and then help you build and manage your wealth in a way that allows you to sleep peacefully. Markets like these are why you need a 100% fiduciary advisor like Vestry. So before you do something you may regret, take a few minutes and talk to one of our Vestry advisors who are available by phone or video conference when you need them at 800-386-3004 or set up an appointment at Vestory.com. You have better things to do than worry about the market, so change the way you invest for your future for the better today at Vestory.com or call 800-386-3004. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. There are very few things in life that are more important than getting the money part right. You can mess up a lot of things. But when you mess up the money, when you really make big financial mistakes, getting back to break even, getting back to normal is so hard sometimes. So you better get it right right away. And that's one of the reasons why we're here every Saturday and daily on the podcast at TalkingRealMoney.com. And that's why we do classes all the time and write books and write articles. And we're so excited because I don't know how many of you have, have, have listened years ago to the podcast Serious Money. Sound Investing? Sound Investing. Oh, Serious your Money show, was Serious the Money. television show. Television show. Sound Investing yeah. that Tom... And I did, along with Mr. Paul Merriman. It was picked as the a, best money podcast in night, or 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah. My Money Magazine. And kind of a big deal. The three caballeros, are back. or tres amigos, are back for a limited engagement. And it's on Cinco de Mayo. Yes, yeah, so we decided to do it on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Not Cinco de Cuatro, like... Uh, Arrested Development, for those of you who watch that yeah, show, that's it's inside good joke. show, too. Yeah. Uh, but no, on Cinco de Mayo, we're doing a class on on bear, making bear markets more bearable. Bearing the bear market. Bearing the bear. Not bearing the bear as in getting the bear naked like those Charmin commercials. No. Bearing the bear as in be those. You haven't seen the little tushy bear animated bears? Stupid I, commercials. Yeah, no, sorry. You know, the little bear tushies. Bears are always naked. They're bears. Uh, but this is about bearing a bear, bearing up during a bear, surviving a bear market. And we're going to do this together. I think it'll be a whole us. lot of fun. And by the way, you can, I think, you can, re can you register for that now? I think I have it working. Okay. I didn't actually try it, but I'm pretty sure it works. You simply go to just talking go to talking.com. Yeah, go to go to talkingrealmoney.com, go to the events page and and it's free. It's going to be a Zoom conference, so our subscription limits us to 100 people at a Zoom conference. We've been we close don't to have that the, on the first two we've done, too. So uh, the first one 111 people wow. signed up for the first wow. one. So we yeah, went over because we knew some folks wouldn't show. So that is so, coming up uh, on May 5th. 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco yeah. means. Okay. Mayo. 
I wasn't sure. Is that not was something you put something. on a Spanish. I was wondering. Not a, not okay, a sandwich. On a Spanish. Yeah, I got it. On a Spanish. A Spanish, on a Spanish bun. <laughs> but I'm supposed. That's where I'm supposed to be right now. By the way, this virus kept me from seeing my people in Puerto Rico. Tom supposed is supposed to be, to be in Puerto Rico. I know, and I was. I think I was supposed to be back in Orlando today to do the show with you because that's the way we we're going to do it. But so be it. Yeah. Well. Didn't work out. I know. It's sorry. My daughter's been really lamenting it because she was. No, actually, it was to... last week we were going to do the show together. Mm, and this week I was you were going to go back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Gonna, yeah. And oh. and I was going to be on a lovely, lovely, romantic week in uh, Marco Island with my wife, which Marco Island. I don't Not know Marco. Mark. Marco. Okay. That's what you said. Marco Island. Yeah, but you did it like Marco Polo. You that's what I because that's what <laughs> that's I think what of. Thought. It's like the guy on the guy on the show last night. Tarzan. You mean like Tarzan and Jane? Where's Jane? I mean, that's what yeah. you think you, of. You Sorry. see, you see, I know, but I've I know you. I know. I see you. I see you go like you nailed it. But I like, yeah. Okay, where is Marco Island? It's in South Florida. Oh, I don't know these things. Somebody just signed up. Oh, okay. Just now. We mentioned it for the wow. first time. And I mean the rest. So apparently it works. All right, good. Because Scott signed up. Well, you're. And Thanks, you're, Scott. This will you're probably the first be, one, Scott. Yeah, well done. You go to talkingrealmoney.com, click on, I think it's learn or something. Events right? or Events learn. Or, yeah. 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 This, this uh, will be the. Well, there is another time you'll be able to hear the three of us together because we did a podcast at some point paul's going to publish paul's that. never gonna i edited it down <laughs> for him and he no, still he, won't put it up he said he would and it'll go out it, so you will eventually I, hear I, that. i'm getting a complex no 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 because no, he, gave me a, he, he gave me a hard time during the podcast when we recorded it he what, goes what, in what so, way oh when he goes are you ever going to say anything nice about stockbrokers yeah i do kind of remember that he did actually yeah. put you on the spot about that and i he think did, you said but, no I said, no, yeah. I was one. And I said, you were too, I think. Paul was a stockbroker. Was I was a stockbroker. Yep. And I was in the 80s, yep. which shows you how much older he is than I Ooh, am. Oh, there you go. Now oh, you're going to stab oh, him back. All right. Got him. Gotcha. Gotcha, <laughs> Mr. Merriman. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so the uh, three of us are going to be doing this together. It's great class. So take advantage of it. Learn something. We're three caballeros. I'm stealing from Disney. I'll probably get sued in the morning. I don't think they have any money for lawyers anymore, so you're probably okay. Probably not. <laughs> it's the one thing you get away with now. So, sorry about that, Iger. Okay. Well, it, it will be sanctioned. fun. We want you to be there. Uh, you're going to learn a lot. And one of the things you're going to learn is the thing that we talk about. This reality of uh, investing, the fact that it is not a game you play with your money. You don't play with your money. Just like your mother said, don't play with your food. It's important to your future. Don't play with your money. It's important to your future wealth, health and wealth. They're really tied together. That's and a fascinating thing, actually, because this, this people think investing in individual stocks is investing. No. I'm to tell you that it isn't, but, but, okay. How much money do you have to have to play with your money? None. No, there's no number. Stop no, it. So Don't do Bill it. Bill Gates can't go make a bet on a whatever. Unless he likes gambling. If he enjoys gambling. Because there are people who take doing flyers fun, on things. That, yeah, yeah, that's different. That's what I'm then asking. Then it's a sport. Then it's yeah. a game. But then it's not based on the amount of money you have. For example... When I've been to a casino for fun, gone to Vegas with my wife or wherever, I will gamble forty dollars. 
That's your limit? That's my number. That's my limit. I do it for fun and for free drinks. That's all I do it for. So oh, there's alcohol involved. Okay. All right. Of course there's alcohol involved. And when this show is over, there's gin alcohol. and tonic with my name on it. And by right the there. way, <laughs> by the way, you know, I, I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But uh, that drug, that anti-malarial drug that's supposed to help with COVID, they, that Jill some people Yad say. Mm -hmm. came up with. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, it's derived from quinine, which is the main ingredient other than water in tonic water. Therefore, I'm going to go treat myself You're just in case I got infected. Right I'm going right. to inoculate myself well done, with a gin and tonic. I, that is that is one of the best <laughs> <laughs> rationalizations of pouring one down i've ever heard well i'm done. telling you i worked on that one hard that i really did and, and by the that. way when the show is over <laughs> in florida it's five o'clock that's true here not just somewhere it's actually going to be five o'clock here so when i'm done it is happy hour i'm going to go out on the porch with I my got, wife and mine's more exciting i'm going to i'm going to get my hair cut it's I can't tell you where. Exciting. I can't tell you when. No, it's exciting for oh, me. Oh, it's a top so, secret haircut. It's gonna be like William Wallace's wedding. It'll be dark, and there'll be a secretive what, no. woman involved. <laughs> He's doing it in one of those uh, those those isolation you. chambers where they you. do the viruses and things, and they have the little you. rubber gloves, yeah. and he sticks his head in a hole. Point. I don't care. <laughs> I'm so tired of all this hair, and it doesn't I really matter. Because I don't ever see anybody anyway, so I could have a I offered haircut. to do it by strapping a, an electric razor <laughs> oh, to like a... you'd like to do that, wouldn't you? I would, uh, uh, to a broomstick and just... <laughs> I got close, but not going to happen. Or a weed whacker. That'd work. That. We'd just use a weed whacker. All right, we won't. Hey, thanks for being there. We love talking with you, and we hope to do it again soon. Remember to go listen to the podcast at TalkingRealMoney.com. Okay? Thanks. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yeah, don't miss our big Cinco de Mayo class with the three amigos uh, on, of course, the 5th of May. Sign up for that at TalkingRealMoney.com. And if you need some help, if you'd like to sit down with one of our fee-only 100% fiduciary advisors who won't even charge you a fee for doing it, set up an appointment to meet with an advisor, get your questions answered with no sales pitch at TalkingRealMoney.com. It really is free, and uh, there's no pressure whatsoever. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?